welcome to Happily Ever Random, where we will be exploring multiple points of view on a variety of topics. I'm Jenny, and I am your host, and I am joined today by my wonderful brother, Troy, my co-host, and we also have his amazing wife, Angelica. Hi, friends. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. I'm sis. so excited. It's the first one. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> Can't wait to see how this turns out. A little nervous. As long as it's not a shit show, I'm good. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Knowing us, we might. So, before we go any further, uh, just wanted to put out a quick disclaimer for everyone. Um, Happily Ever Random will be containing some adult content, and there probably will be some cursing, mainly from Jenny, probably. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but <laughs> we would also uh, like to point out that we just want to assure everyone that we are no in by no means experts and we are exploring multiple different perspectives and points of view uh, we're no way trying to offend anyone or change their minds or their beliefs this is just for our fun guys yeah <laughs> try not to take us too serious we don't <laughs> definitely not <laughs> okay so with that out of the that out of the way for our first show we wanted to take on the paranormal but I quickly realized that that was way too big of a topic to cover in one episode. I agree. I started <laughs> freaking out about it a little. So instead, we decided to focus on one aspect of it. Ghosts or spirits, apparitions, whatever you want to call it. So first, we're going to take a look at a couple of popular and famous haunted locations in Texas, since we're from Texas. And then we're going to try to figure out why the paranormal is such a big phenomenon in today's world why is it so popular why do people think you know it's such a big deal and we'll also answer the big question do you believe in ghosts probably dun, dun, dun. i was gonna say that <laughs> well, i was gonna say booty <laughs> beat you to it um, so to start it out uh, i wanted to cover one of the locations um just because it is one of the most one of the memories that I have for, I guess you could say, an experience with the supernatural, the paranormal. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be the Marfa Lights in Marfa, Texas. Very cool place, guys. So I don't remember too much detail of it because I was a little young on that road trip. You have the worst memory. Why are you <laughs> telling a story when you have really bad memory? Yeah. Well, I was like in middle school when we went, and I'm seven even... years older than him. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. So yes. he was very young. Yes. So this is one of the memories that I have of... You don't even know what I wore yesterday. Okay, you, you know. don't have to point this out all the Just time. Just letting you know, guys, he has a really bad memory. <laughs> I have a good long-term memory. I have a really bad short-term memory. So you're the opposite of Dory. Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, Marfa is in West Texas. And Way West Texas. The reason why Marfa is so popular is because there's a thing called, or like I said, the Marfa Lights. Um, typically, they look to be about the size of a basketball, I believe, from what I remember um, and from what I've read. Uh, they are white-ish yellow, and they happen to hover, kind of twinkle. Some of them can split into two. They flicker, float in the air. Some of them have darted around in a small area. It's just different, different things that they have done that different witnesses have seen. But they're too low, like in the air. They're like real low to the ground, so... It's not like they're like UFOs, like people think they're like aliens or anything. That's it's what just I was gonna ask, like weird lights. Is it just like randomly in yes. the sky? No. So it's like you're at the, there's like a official viewing area just outside of town where people park and like go sit. And you literally like look off onto the uh, Mitchell flat. So it's like this big flat, like prairie basically. Basically. <laughs> and it's like on the horizon. And they just, like, hover on the horizon, almost. Okay. So it's like... I'm, like, imagining this in my head. It's yeah. literally, now, now I got the picture. If you're looking at it, it literally looks like they're a few feet off the ground. Yeah. So, like Jenny said, there's no way that they can be a plane or a helicopter or UFOs or anything. Yeah, because they're yes. not, like, you're not looking up into the sky to see them. It's like... 
and we yeah. still there still hasn't been there still hasn't really been anything to prove or disprove what they are because when you get too close you can't find them no they're well, gone that's so catch. that's why that's why they're they're involved or included with the the paranormal because some people may think that they are spirits or ghosts or someone someone that hasn't left the area um so I just wanted to bring this up just to kind of talk and bounce back and forth a little bit on what these are. Well, and you know, there has been some scientific research that actually says that some of them could be atmospheric reflections of car headlights off the highway out that way on the Mitchell Flat or even campfires. But isn't it perpendicular but, from the highway? Well, there's a highway that kind of runs out that way. Oh. But... But I mean, I remember seeing, because I've seen them twice, back when I was in middle school when we did that road trip, mm -hmm. and then I did another road trip um, about five five to seven years ago. By the way, are you trying not to um, age yourself and not give a year of middle school? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old, guys. Um, but I saw them again like five or seven years ago when I did another road trip out there. And so I clearly remember them and the way they move. Cause I, I, I can clearly see them appearing and disappearing, moving around the way they move is nothing like a campfire or car headlights or anything. So I don't see mm -hmm. how that quote unquote scientific research is saying that it's car headlights. Again, we're not scientists, but we just don't think there's any way that that could happen. Yeah, no. And, and and it's not like they're a mirage either. It's just it, it's just it's hard to explain. Again, I think this whole topic is hard to explain yeah. for most. <laughs> but like she said, we we both have had experiences and mm -hmm. it's it's crazy to see. And it's not like those, you know, horror story movie apparitions yeah. that are coming to chase you out in the middle of nowhere. I was going to say, is it scary? <laughs> no. no, it's just No, it's not it's scary like at all. It's just floating cool. lights. Yeah, it's just like it's, a floating yeah. light out on the horizon. That's cool. Um, but once we get the website up and running in the mm -hmm. next week or two, I will um, create a page for like episode notes or pictures to go along with mm -hmm. each episode. And I'll post some pictures that I found on the internet of like the lights from Marfa so viewers can look and see what they look like if they've yeah. never seen them. So they're really cool though, guys. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So the next location we wanted to talk about was one of my favorites. I've never actually been to it. <laughs> on your bucket list. So yes, it is on my bucket list actually. It's she does have a, a weird paranormal bucket list, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Does that make me weird that I want to go to a haunted place for a bucket list item? Yes, because I'm terrified by scary movies. I was going to say, don't invite Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Goatman's Bridge in Denton, Texas. It's up in North Texas, close to Dallas. Um, it is an old iron truss bridge that connects Denton to Copper Canyon. So two different uh, towns. It's locally known as Goatman's Bridge. That's not the real name of it. Um, and it is said to be haunted by a half-man, half-goat figure named Goatman. Hence the name Goatman's Bridge. That makes sense. Yes. If anyone watched South Park, it's kind of like the man bear. I mean the man bear pig. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so the legend is based on um, something that... that supposedly happened there's no like actual record of this but it's a legend that supposedly happened in back in the 30s of um, this black goat farmer named oscar washburn he was known as the goat man by the locals in denton um, as a really good dependable goat farmer and he lived just north of the bridge so he had put a sign on the bridge that said this way to the goat man so people would know where to go well back in the 30s the kkk was very prevalent mm -hmm. in the south so that really angered them so the local clansmen kidnapped him and they hung a noose from the bridge 
And after putting it around his neck, they threw him over the side. And when they looked down to see if he, if it had killed him, if he was dead, the noose was empty. He was not there. And so in a panic, what they did was they actually ended up going to his family home and killing his wife and children. And Is so just to cover up what had happened, probably. I don't really know. Um, that's just what the legend says. Um, so, but so now the legend is that Oscar Washburn, Goatman, haunts the bridge in like revenge, basically, for what they did to him. And so it's said that if you cross the bridge at night without your headlights on, which is what the KKK did, so he wouldn't see them coming. First of all, who would go over the bridge without their headlights on? Well, I wouldn't. That's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised Jenny wouldn't if she wants to I see I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's said that you'll be met on the other side by the goat man. And there's been, you know, eyewitness reports of ghostly figures and strange lights being seen in the surrounding woods and reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, seeing a figure of a man, like a body, with a goat head. See, that was going to be my question. And does he have goat legs or a goat head? No, a goat head. So does he ram the cards, the cars with his horns? <laughs> That's not been reported, so I don't Actually, those know. Actually, those are rams, not goats. Never mind. Yeah, the wrong animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what what brought this location to my attention was... I've been a big fan of the show Ghost Adventures for a very long time. It's a very cheesy show, I know. <laughs> I mean, to each their own. But that's what I was gonna say. I've always been a big fan of like the ghost hunting shows. I think they're funny, mm-hmm. you know. I'm a very big skeptic of those kinds of shows to begin with, though, because you're not physically there, so you can't confirm what's real and what's not yeah, and not what's a, for show it's not live know? it's not live tv so it's right. not like you can actually tell right so you don't know if what they're saying really happened or what they're what they're catching on their evps is real or if it's computer generated or whatever yeah. you know yeah but but i've watched these four guys on that show for years they're not actors <laughs> <laughs> okay let's just say that right <laughs> away so I'm really questioning, can they fake these kinds of reactions? Because that episode was huge. Um, one of the guys, Jay Wosley, and his then wife said that their experience that night was so bad that it permanently affected their marriage, that it actually ha- was a huge factor in their divorce. Um, one of the other guys, Aaron Goodwin, he was actually shown on camera, shoved backwards, and knocked down by an unseen, quote-unquote, unseen force. Um, and then the host, Zach, uh, said that he was under the influence of a spirit when he was shown on camera, like, choking himself. Like, he had his hand, both his hands wrapped around his neck, like, digging in, and then trying to attack the other guys when they tried to stop him. Whoa. I know, it was crazy. But low-key when I watch this. <laughs> it, I kind of do. It's a really good episode. It, yeah. But it's just, it makes you question, like, can these guys really fake that? Because, like I said, they're mm. not actors. Depends how much they're getting paid. <laughs> so Depends how much they're getting paid. Facts. I don't know. It was just, it's just really weird to me. And I'm just, you know, a, I, I'm a skeptic. But I am a believer at the same time, say, so it's kind of like, for real, for real. It's kind of you know half and half. Yeah. So I really know. Well, you just gotta go. No. And experience. I know. I really want to do it. I really want to go. Just, just let us know what happens. Yeah, we want to be here. Can I like I'll FaceTime go. you while I'm there so you can like kind mm. of experience it, know, but just not cat. be there? Babe, you don't have to talk about me like that. <laughs> it's just scary movies. <laughs> I love scary movies. Okay. Honestly, Jenny, I think it's your fault that I hate scary movies. Amity Horror. You made me watch Amity Horror when I was like 11 years old. I remember that. And I couldn't that. go to sleep that night. I remember that. And you actually made me sleep in your room with you. Yes, because I couldn't because go to sleep. Because you were so scared. Why have I never heard this and it was actually, I have told you this before. It actually wasn't even the original Amity Bill Horror. It was the memory. remake with Ryan Reynolds. Bay? Yes. He, he's Bay for everybody. <laughs> For you too. <laughs> so, 
yeah, it scared him so bad. But I love horror movies. I love scary movies. It's like that that like adrenaline rush oh, you get no. No, from no. a scary movie or like a haunted house. No. I love no. that. Like if I watch a scary movie, you will see me with the blanket over my face. And well, like, then you're not like watching it. No, no, no. Slowly putting it down. And anytime I feel like one of those like something's going to come out or whatever, it's over my head. And then I usually <laughs> ask whoever I'm with, is it done? Is it done? See, I was, <laughs> thankfully I was blessed with a child, a daughter that, inherited hers her mother's and her father's love of all things weird so my daughter also loves horror movies as well so we watch them all the time together that's nice nice bond so yeah it's awesome um okay sorry about that guys we kind of got off topic a little I have a bad habit of doing that. Happen. Um, Uh, real quick before you move on yes I will say if the goat man is a real thing he does kind of have a good reason to haunt. Oh, yeah, definitely. What happened to him was horrible. Oh, yeah. And the clan is a horrible thing. Oh, God. <laughs> so That's like one of, the th- one of the things that like makes you not like want to tell people that you're, a su- you're from the South is like the history Sometimes. from, you know, back then. <laughs> Sometimes. I had no idea about that. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of KKK, but not that part but like i agree with you though troy because a lot of times you know when people talk about ghosts and like hauntings it's like vengeful spirits or something you know like not it's not like a little happy happy go lucky kid stories of ghosts and like bad like sad endings and stuff like that so you never get a good so it's very rarely like just a you know happy go lucky little kid just like (laughs) (laughs) that'd probably be even worse honestly and actually you know there have been there have been reports of that happening at you know haunted locations where they do hear you know like a child like a see or hear a child like laughing and a lot of times Tori's getting scared i already know it (laughs) it's like what what people like the professionals okay say is like it's if you believe in this is like a demon manifesting itself as that to entice you entice you yes so you're not scared of it i'm never gonna hear a child's laugh the same now what about david i mean we'll see i don't know your son's laugh is really cute though so (laughs) (laughs) i think it's different when you're in like that type of situation yeah yeah. no definitely i agree definitely yeah no way (laughs) So, okay, so our third and final location we wanted to throw out there real quick is the San Antonio Ghost Tracks, which you two don't really know anything about, do you? No idea. Not really. Okay, so this one's really interesting to me in kind of a funny, ironic way. (laughs) So it's a notorious urban legend in San Antonio. No. In San Antonio. Um, There's a couple different versions of the legend, but they all include a school bus full of kids stalling out on the train tracks, getting hit by a train, killing all the kids. Okay, I think I've heard of this one. And then what it what it is is the legend is it's said if you park your car yeah. at the train tracks, put baby powder on the back of it, and then get in your car, put it in neutral, that the car will be quote-unquote pushed over the tracks by the spirits of the kids that were killed and then when you get out off when you're off the tracks you can see fingerprints in the baby powder mm-hmm. on the back of your car from the spirit well, known this when we went to san antonio a couple weeks ago so cool so the, actually you could see this as a non-vengeful haunting yes we just talked about that yes so so there's countless reports of people saying that their cars moved over the tracks on their own with fingerprints showing up and baby powder on the back. But there's no actual record of any school bus accidents happening on these train tracks. So what so, is the story? There was an actual school bus accident that happened just like this in Salt Lake City, Utah, way back like in early 1900s or something. I don't remember the, the year. 
So I don't know if maybe somehow it, somehow the legend traveled down to San Antonio <laughs> and it got mixed in with local legend. These kids go through a what? portal at some point? Like, but how'd they get here? I don't know. But the way that I found out about it was actually, again, a Ghost Adventures episode. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually investigating another location in San Antonio when they heard about this place. So they wanted to go check it out. So they actually tried it themselves, and their car moved over the tracks. There were fingerprints on the back of their cars. But a, one of the things that they do on that show is they try to like debunk things to show that, okay, maybe it's not actually a haunting mm-hmm. or a spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they actually hired a land surveying company out of San Antonio to come out and inspect it. And the company found that even though it doesn't look like it, there's actually an incline. Is it or decline? What it goes down. Either either one. (laughs) At the top of the tracks, even though you it doesn't look like it. So that's why the vehicles go down, like you roll off the tracks. And then as for the fingerprints, they said that when you're opening your trunk, opening and closing your trunk or the back of your car, whatever. Your fingerprints. Your own hands leave oils on your car for your fingerprints. So then once they pour baby powder on it, that's when they like appear. It brings it up. So that's what they're saying it is. Now, but, I don't know. I've never done it. Again, I've never been here. This is a location I haven't done myself. But is that on your list? What? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. My thing is, majority of people that own or have vehicles are adults, which are lar- usually larger human beings than children in school buses. Mm-hmm. So how do you mistake the size of that for a child? Well, it's not. they're not seeing, like, handprints. Oh, I thought the legend was that you see an actual handprint. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe not. And I might have fingertips. But what I read was they're seeing fingerprints, not hand prints. Hmm. So I don't know. Hmm. It's just, like I said, it's kind of an interesting one to me because there's so many reports of people doing it and it actually happening for them. But then there's this land surveying company that came out and said, no, there, that this is not real. Like we did an official, you know, investigation or whatever. And this is why your car rolls down. So what a bummer. I, I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's maybe not true just because of the kids, but like to all the people who are like, Oh my God, look at that. Now it's like, Oh wait, is that real or not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it, it's just something we'd have to do for ourselves. Yeah. Try to figure out. We'll just get Morgan to do it. Ooh. Okay. Oh, she lives there, doesn't yeah, she? My best friend, one of my best friends, she lives in San Antonio. I'll tell her to do it. All right. So, stay Let's tuned in the future. It. We might have an answer for you later on. <laughs> no promises, though. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So, we've talked a little bit already about some experiences some witness experiences things that have been recorded um so that kind of brings up one of our first questions which is why is the paranormal such a big phenomenon such a big deal in today's world and this is just like what we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast there's so much that can go into it Mm -hmm. but pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I think it's just because it's the unknown. The human mind is always wondering, always trying to learn, always trying to right. grasp knowledge. And with something being completely unknown, right. it's we're always going to be looking. And of course, the shows like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, Paranormal Caught on Camera, which is an awesome show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Those shows play into it very, very much. They're very influential to people and their beliefs in the matter, you know. So you see, you know, somebody's video that they caught of such and such, and it's like, oh, wow, maybe it is real, and, you know? And with the the rise of TikTok in the last few years, yeah. there have been a lot of videos of people recording a yeah. room or seeing flickers and seeing things, and it's just brought it into the light even more. Or like on their, like, uh, on their home cameras, mm-hmm. they catch things. Before all this, before smartphones, we had camcorders. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't really days. Couldn't really see much back then. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, like during COVID, the COVID pandemic, um, the belief in the paranormal and in the afterlife really, like I, I read online on a study that was done, that the belief in it really rose a lot, that belief in the afterlife and in paranormal and things like that tends to really go up in a time in times of crisis like a -hmm. pandemic yeah Yeah. you know when people are really trying to figure out basically the meaning of of it all Mm -hmm. you know well i mean if you think about it when your life could potentially be in danger yeah like you said with the pandemic it's it opens your mind up to all sorts of possibilities and what could what could or could not be exactly i agree i'm not and I'm not wanting to go super deep into this, but just as a little side note, I saw on on the same study that I was reading that they're actually researchers are actually looking into whether the rise in the belief in the paranormal could be tied in part to the rise over the last few decades of Americans, and this is just in, in America, not the world, in Americans claiming no religious preferences which I think sounds weird. Like you'd think that they would be tied together. Mm-hmm. But it said, it said that people are now looking to other things or non-traditional things to answer the big questions about life that don't necessarily include religion. So hmm. there's another just kind of outlook on it. Yeah. For you. A little food for thought. So, yeah. So, but I think, I think like you said at the beginning, it's just kind of trying to figure out the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. figure out the meaning of it all. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> or you've had your own experience, you know. That's true. So, yeah. and with that, that kind of goes into the, our next part, our big question of the episode. Do you believe in ghosts? Ooh. I do. You do? Yeah. Troy? Um, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Just because I haven't had any, uh, the the only experience that I said I could remember earlier was the Marfa lights, which, right. which again we don't know if those are spirits or whatever. Right. I haven't had a personal experience close, or with an apparition or something or a sound, right? Personally, up close. Yeah. Um, I've heard stories, obviously from YouTube, but also from. Pam, our cousin, mm-hmm. in their old house that they grew up in. I believe oh. you have a story about that also. Uh, not in the same house, but yes. Oh, both in, houses. That's good to know. It was in their grandfather's house <laughs> that I lived oh, in okay. after he passed. Gotcha. So, speaking of which, Pam, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry I didn't ask you to go over this, but here we are. Um, <laughs> you had you, mentioned Pammy. You had mentioned that you were home alone. Um, I don't remember the exact house the the one off Antoine yes no yes that one sorry which we're not going to go into specifics obviously about where the house is located that's a very big (laughs) road obviously so we'll Um, leave it at that (laughs) but she was home alone 
and she was in her room. She had the door open. Um, and then all of a sudden the TV in her parents' room turned on. Oh no. Mm -mm. Mm. That would terrify me. She a no for me. From what I remember, it wasn't, there wasn't any sort of flicker in her power for the entire house. Like nothing else happened. Mm. No lights turned on or off. The remote was somewhere on a nightstand or on the bed. Just the TV just turned on. Yeah. And she said it was a hard night. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, actually, her two siblings have actually had their own experiences in that house as well, I, I think. You know, you could have just said our other cousins. Well, yeah, I could have just said our other cousins. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I think the other two, the other two have had their own experiences in that house as well. I don't know if their parents have, but I think all three kids have. Hmm. So Interesting. Don't want to go back to that house again. Though, I know. After this, <laughs> I know. I'm like low key scared right now. <laughs> my um, my answer to the question is a little contradictory in itself, because I'm a firm believer in science and what science can prove. But I've also had my own personal experiences. Mm. So, like I said, it's a little contradictory. So, is it you believe until science can prove it wrong? Is it in that way? I don't really know. I don't really even know how to explain that. It's just... It's like you don't believe it because of the science. But I believe in what I experienced. Right. So it's like you don't believe, but you believe in what happened from your own experience. Right. And that's like the only I, thing you believe And in. I don't want to say that I don't believe. But maybe I'm just a skeptic. Skeptic, yeah. But I do definitely believe in what I experienced firsthand. Um, and it's, I had like three ex personal experiences. Two of them were when I was like 18 and lived in Huntsville. Um, and me and a bunch of friends used to go to this place called Demon Road. I've been there. Have you? Yes. Did you have any experiences there? Um, the handprints on the car. Oh yeah. I've heard of those. Yeah. I didn't, that was not one of my experiences though. That's the only experience. And I don't know. We went with a group crazy. of friends too, and they're crazy. So they would probably scream for no reason, trying to scare all yeah. of us. But well, when you're young in college, you know people yeah. do stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. Y'all are crazy. But yeah, we used to go like three, four times a week, at night, late at night, just for fun. It's the actual name of the road is, I believe, Martha Bowden Cemetery Road, out in the middle of nowhere, just outside of Huntsville. Is it still a thing. I don't know anymore. I haven't been there in God knows how long. Um, Probably not. But back then, it was a big deal. Right, um, yeah. There were two cemeteries on it. And um, so the first experience I had was we were leaving, and we stopped at the entrance to Demon Road, like the front of the road. And somebody took a picture facing down Demon Road. And... When the flash went off, somebody said they saw a person standing in the road. I didn't see the person, but I saw a pair of bright blue eyes in the dark. Like, just eyes? I just saw the eyes when the flash went off. Like, you know how, like, some people will say, like, oh, I saw a pair of red glowing eyes. Yeah. Like, it was like that, but they were but blue. blue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oof. And it was just, it wasn't really scary. It was just kind of like, oh, that was weird. Like, you was know, like, was that really a pair of eyes that I saw? Or what, was that just like a weird thing that happened with the flash? Yeah. So that one, I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. Troy's getting scary, y'all. <laughs> the other one at Demon Road was we were parked in front of one of the cemeteries. A couple of our friends were in the cemetery just kind of looking at the graves. Mm. I was sitting in the truck in the passenger seat. Someone was in, in the middle seat. And then one of my other friends was outside standing next to me. The door was open and he was standing in the doorway. And we had just finished talking about something. And, we, and then we all went silent just because we just stopped talking, you know, into, into the conversation. And then we both felt and heard someone walking up to us like in the grass, like you could hear their footsteps in the grass. Mm -hmm. And the guy that was standing outside the truck, I can't remember his name, but 
it scared him so bad that he literally jumped into my lap in the truck. I would have closed the door at the same time. And so that one was really creepy because that was like a real, like, you could hear their footsteps in the grass, Mm -hmm. but you look and there's no one there. And everyone else that was with us, we could see in front of us Mm -hmm. in the cemetery. So it wasn't like... Because the headlights were on. Someone from the group or Yeah. So... That one was kind of creepy. Yeah, that's really creepy. So, are you scared? I might need you to hold me tonight. I know, I'm like, wait, <laughs> please don't leave me alone. <laughs> My other experience wasn't really scary, um, I will admit. Um, it was, so, our cousin Pam that we mentioned earlier, her dad is our uncle by marriage, so not blood relative, but his dad had passed away, like, years ago I think and after he passed I actually lived in that house after he died um it was sold and then I rented it oh my gosh you're a brave woman and (laughs) so I obviously I slept in the master bedroom that was my bedroom and at the time my daughter is that where he passed I don't remember what room he passed in okay just curious But at the time, my daughter was in that stage where she would, sometimes she would sleep in my room, sometimes she would sleep in hers, you know, it would just depend on how she felt. So this particular night, she had started out in her own bedroom. Sometimes she would wake up in the middle of the night and come in my room, you know. And I was in the bed facing away from the door, and the door is in front of me, you know. So I'm facing away from it. And I'm kind of in that, like, half awake half asleep phase yeah like limbo and I felt someone sit down on the bed behind me and I thought it was my daughter like I thought she came in the room to get in bed with me so I turn over to go hey what's up babe and no one was there oh no but I know like I felt the bed dip down yeah like you know like someone sat next to me but here's the thing I didn't feel scared like, I didn't feel like it was, like, a scary presence or, like, someone out to harm me. Like, it felt peaceful, if that makes any sense, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, here's where it gets interesting, though, guys. Well, I was going to ask, do you think it was Sunny? Hold on. Years later. Okay. Years later, I am having a conversation with our Uncle Gervis, and this was his father. And me and him, we tend to just have conversations about all different kinds of topics. And so somehow we got talking about ghosts, paranormal, spirits, whatever. And I tell him about this experience. Oh, gosh. And he asks me, he said, what side of the bed did you feel that, you know, somebody sit down? So I said, well, you know, if you're laying on the bed, facing the door it would be the left side of the bed. And he kind of got quiet and looked at me and then smirked and went, that's the side of the bed my father always slept on. That's crazy. And I was like, so that was him. That is so weird. So I'm like, was that Papa Sonny? So what was Gervis's take on it? He, he thought he believes that it was Papa Sonny. Hmm. In angel form. Yeah. That's probably why you didn't feel scared or anything. Yeah, That's like why I said, like, it, I, felt, I felt peaceful. He might have been just welcoming you to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Please sit down. <laughs> Let me sit next to you. So it was just, I don't know. It was crazy, though. That's hmm. crazy. Well, I have a story. Please tell me your story. Okay, so. That was kind of weird. Sorry. <laughs> So, I don't know how many years ago. It had to be 15 plus years ago. Wow. can't believe I just said that. Um, I was in Girl Scouts, so I was young. We went to... That was more than 15 years ago then, because you were in high school 15 years ago? No. Oh, no. You, I graduated Oh, no, you're a lot younger ago. than me. I'm sorry. I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we went to Savannah, Georgia, and... Which is a city built completely on the dead, by the way. Yes. If you didn't know that. 
I did. Yes, I did know that. I knew it was one of the. Did you know that the Troy? most haunted cities in the country? No, it literally like they had like all these different cemeteries, and then when they got full, they literally just started building the town on top of the cemeteries. Damn. So it's literally a town built okay. on top of the dead. So I'm putting Savannah on my list of never visit. <laughs> So you have a bucket list for these things. I'm having like an anti-bucket list. <laughs> and they're going to be up there. Sounds good. I mean, if I went and I was probably like eight years old. Okay, but did you know that? I did. We went on the haunted house Were you tour. really oh, like eight crazy. years old 15 years ago? No, I don't, I don't, don't do quick math. I was about to say, because I was like 21 15 years ago. So that makes me feel really old. <laughs> well, we're, we're like 10 years apart, right? I don't know. Anyways, besides the point. Sorry, guys. Got off topic. You would have been like 12. Okay, I probably was 12. Anyways, so we <laughs> went to this haunted house. It wasn't a haunted house. It's just like a house. And it was like, you could tell it was built back in the day. Like it was just, I don't know. You could just tell it was old. And it was haunted in some way. And um, it was called the, I think the Hamilton Turner Inn, I believe. I feel like I've heard of that. That sounds familiar to me. I, I looked it up the other day, and she said that it looked familiar. So that's why we think it was that one. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the website for reference. And um, what I did, or what I saw was, I didn't see anything inside. I remember there was like a tour, and I don't know the backstory as to why this place is quote-unquote haunted or whatever. But when I was leaving, I remember looking up. Because it's a two-story home, looking up and looking at the window and seeing a lady who's like ghost-colored, which is like almost transparent, transparent almost. and white. Yeah, like, like a white, almost transparent. Yes. Looking out the window. Don't know if she was looking at me or not, but I saw her, and she was looking out the window, and she was wearing like a maid outfit, you know, like the dress with. The apron. Like the black dress with the white apron kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah. With like yeah, the yeah. hat. Like, yeah, yeah. And you're and, talking about. Yeah. And that, I mean, my story isn't interesting at all, but I did see it. And, I, hey, it's a personal experience, Yeah. Man. And mm-hmm. it was crazy. And I asked the other girls I was with, I, was, I asked him, like, did anyone see that? No one saw it. So maybe I'm crazy. But I swear I saw that. And that's why I think, I say I think because... I don't know 100%, but I think I believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. But I believe in nice ghosts. <laughs> Not the bad ones. <laughs> so you don't, so you on it, do you, are you being serious when you say that? Or? No, yeah. So you really don't believe in like a vengeful spirit or anything like that? I do believe in that, but I don't believe that they come in ghost form. Okay. Does that make sense? No. It's like a spirit. <laughs> no. Mm. You don't see, I don't, I don't see it. I just, so like, no, not like an apparition, like a visual one. Correct. Apparition is something you can see. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. So it's not like a visual <laughs> thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And it's just, it's really hard. Cause like, kind of like you, like you had your own experience and that's what you believe and that's what you saw. But at the same time, like, but how? Yeah, exactly. How? Like if my thing is, it's like. If ghosts and spirits are real, why aren't there? Why aren't they all over the place? Why don't people constantly see them? You know. Well, you could look at it as a way that not all of them are apparitions. Maybe, or hear them, or whatever you want. Or people it. just well, don't, also you can think believe. of a quote unquote like strength of it. Yeah. If they have a reason to be seen or heard. It's probably for a stronger reason than than just a spirit, as in like what what, she, what Angelica said. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if it like, and it is an example of the Goat Man, like we talked about earlier, he had a very good reason. Yeah. <laughs> to be seen at that bridge. I would have done the same if I was him. Where, not gonna lie. Whereas <laughs> the the lady who looked like a maid in the window, maybe she's not. A hostile or a vengeful spirit. Maybe but she just is really is attached to that. House. Attached to that. Yeah, tied she to the just house. still lives there. Like she maybe she, died well, or something in there, and her spirit is still living exactly. in there. Like you said, she she looked like a maid, so maybe she feels like she's still in service to the house. Yeah. Or something in that manner. Man, I wish I remembered more of that story. It was such a long time ago, but that's <laughs> like something I'll never forget. Um, kind of a side note, but not a side note. 
you mentioned Demon Road earlier. There is a road in Houston that I actually went to one time, surprisingly. I don't know why I did this. Who convinced you? Uh, a, a group of friends, I guess? another group of friends. Um, <laughs> we don't need to go into that. But it's called Patterson Road. That sounds familiar. We've talked about it before. Oh, okay, that's probably what it is. It's called Patterson Road. I feel like I've heard about that, too. So, for people in Houston, it's down off of Highway 6, going towards I-10. I guess we don't need to say that. But <laughs> Like 290 Highway 6? No, way, or... way past that. Oh, that Highway 6. Yes. Okay. Um, There's like but, two different Highway 6s, so you never know which one you're talking it's, about. <laughs> it's, a, it's a road that goes down, and it, you start out going past like a a county park or something like that, but you go down and it's just kind of open land for a little while. Oh, we used to live by it. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and apparently, this road in this area was is an alleged um, battleground for the Civil War. Oh. And I don't know too many details. I never actually looked it up. This is all off of memory right now. But there are people have said that they've heard screaming and yelling. And one person had even said that they've heard like marching hmm. there. So we went at a <laughs> little bit a little bit later I'm night. Sorry, he said marching for oh, reference no. guys. We have a one-year-old, and he's obsessed with Miss Rachel. And the ants go marching one by one, hurrah. Literally just went through my head when he said that. Okay, keep going. I'm definitely not editing that out. It's staying in the episode. Sorry, babe. Um, keep going. No, you were perfectly fine. <laughs> but, so, I went with this group of friends, and it wasn't super late in, like, in the morning, but it was late at night. Right. We were there for probably two hours. And part of us not hearing anything is because we were in college, so we were probably a little intoxicated. Probably more than a little. Probably is an understatement. But but I didn't actually have an experience or anything there. I just wanted to bring it up that apparently there is a place in Houston, like a road like that, to go down. And I just think it has a cool backstory that people say that it was an alleged battleground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one that I... I want to do actually is on my is on my bucket list. Um, you got to bucket list. The um, can you put the bucket list on the website? I'll have to actually <laughs> I'll have to actually make the list first because it's kind of just all in my head. Bucket like, list in the head. Yeah. Um, it's the ghost tour that they do in Galveston. I've heard. I've it's heard very of popular. that too. Yeah. So my daughter and I did one in San Antonio. That's like downtown San Antonio when we went to San Antonio for her birthday. And it was all right. I mean, it was a guided tour. And he was, the guy was very knowledgeable. You know, he knew, knew, knew his shit. Knew was it one of the ones where he like presses a button but and like a, a window falls off or something? No. No, it wasn't <laughs> cheesy like that. But, um, but I, I think the Gal- Galveston one would be really cool because think about how many natural disasters have been like hurricanes yeah. and stuff like the 1900 storm. That. Yeah. There were thousands True. of people that died from the 1900 storm Wait, alone. Let's go do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I just think that would be really can, cool to do. Can I get a little intoxicated? Like I said before, if we go do this, you could do the early one. So it's not it like super late at night. Makes you start seeing. Would things. that make it worse? <laughs> when, as I'm getting older. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see. If we do it, guys, we'll let you know how it goes. Maybe we can, you know, maybe I can record his reactions to a few things on my cell phone and, like, upload them on the website or something. Please don't. (laughs) Aww. Little baby. We'll keep y'all updated, guys. (laughs) All right, you guys. That's about all we got tonight for our first ever show. We killed it, guys. Woohoo! I really hope everyone liked it. And if not, then oh well. Sucks. <laughs> Just stick around for some other topics. Maybe we'll find one you like. Oh yeah. <laughs> so on our next episode, just as a little preview for you guys, Troy and I are going to be taking a look at HBO and Game of Thrones' newest show that just ended, actually, House of the Dragon. Nerds. I know. I'm like obsessed, guys. I'm, I'm sure, I'm Jenny. I'm sure you're so. I, 
Jenny and Troy, both of y'all are this, obsessed. This show <laughs> is one of the reasons I wanted to create a podcast. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I won't be here. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna discuss the first season, our favorite parts of it, which not gonna lie, I love Damon. Um <laughs> why House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones became such a big deal, became so popular, especially Game of Thrones. It like completely transformed television. Mm-hmm. And and what we can maybe expect from season two. And also, Troy, I wanted to let you know, we might be joined by one of my coworkers, TJ, for that Ooh. episode. I talked to him today, and I asked him, I said, if my brother and I do a House of the Dragon episode on our podcast, would you like to join us as a guest co-host let me guess he was just as excited as you and guys his response was as long as i can dress up as Vizzy T, which is viserys targaryen oh lord the king and i so said he, if he's going that far he has to know a lot i said you do know it's not a video podcast right tj it's just audio and he goes that's okay he has like, to get into character <laughs> all right <laughs> so We'll see how he looks. If he does dress up, guys, I'll take a picture of it and put it on the website for you. Please. (laughs) So stay tuned, guys, for the next episode. I'm going to try to get it out in maybe two weeks or so um, at the most. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, And, of course, like I said, as soon as we get this episode edited and ready to be posted, I will get our website up as well. And that will be linked on our profiles for Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So please check out our website and let us know what you think. Please, guys. It would really mean a lot. Make we sure hope you, you enjoy subscribe. <laughs> Always wanted to say that. I know. I'm not a YouTuber. Thanks, Sis. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody. All right. Have a good night, guys. Bye.